0: Welcome to any other business. I'm Rob D here with Rob B. And today is a special day maybe a bit of a sad day. It's the end of any other business season one. But don't worry, we're not going to be away for long. We will be back in August. And in this episode, before we leave you, we're going to tell you what's been happening in our business since any other business started. We're also going to tell you what is going to be coming up in season two when we come back and it is going to be super duper exciting. And not only that, we are going to be letting you in on a way to find out even before that about the many exciting things that we've got going on. So Rob, It is our last episode of the season and that gives us a good opportunity to round up some of the things that have been happening in our business since we started this show because we've been talking about mostly things that have happened in the past but we've not been talking about everything that's happened in 2021 so far in real time and it's not been a quiet year. No,
1: it really hasn't and we're only halfway through. So the podcast started around the turn of the year so it's a perfect time to reflect actually, not just... For the podcast's sake but for our own it's a good practice to do and when you look back we've actually achieved an incredible amount it's unreal and when I say we I don't mean just you and I I mean the team and we're going to move straight on to that the expanding team because it's, it's been really exciting and I know we've teased a lot on the podcast but we actually in this episode are going to talk about some of the real things that are happening and some of the wiser listeners or watchers to the podcast may even start to piece together exactly what's coming soon and when we say soon it will be in the second half of this year in season two but more on that later so hiring has been a big part of what we're doing because this is a huge project and it's way beyond just you and I. And it was way beyond the team that we previously had in place as well. We needed to really bring in some expertise, and we've done that. And one of the key hires that we've made, and we made a few, is our COO. And that's been transformative on a few levels. One, just bringing someone of that level in and her influence on the business, but also how it's impacted you and I. So it's definitely impacted the business and helping us level up and bringing in even more robust um, systems and processes. And, and helping us launch the product. But it's been a more of a personal impact as well.
0: Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, COO is Chief Operating Officer. And that basically means someone who runs the business day to day. So when you're starting a business, you as the founder are pretty much always the person who's running the business day to day. But then it, there comes a point and we've been at that point for quite a while. It's taken us a long time to make this hire when the business has kind of got beyond your ability as a founder to to operate it you some founders are super strong operators but often not the case you've got lots of other strengths but actually managing the day-to-day of a business and keeping everything running smoothly putting the systems in place is not necessarily that strength we've been aware of we've been trying to hire for this role for like what 18 months at at least
1: maybe even longer
0: yeah and i think we were right to take that long because it's probably the most important hire you can possibly make. You're, you're literally taking your business, you've been growing for a decade and giving it to someone else and saying, you go do it now. And you, you can't kind of you can't have that role being something like where they have to come to you and ask for permission for every tiny thing that they want to do. It only works if you really do hand over control, which is a, a difficult thing to do. So we took our time, made what we believe is the right hire. And yeah, the impact on us has been immediate. Uh, the the number of things that are just happening now that I've got nothing to do with. And it's like, oh, all this stuff has got better and I've had nothing to do with it. It's crazy. And it must've been even more exaggerated for you. It's (laughs) been bizarre. Because
1: as you say, every day you're in the business and as founders and our individual roles, we should be working on the business, which is basically another way of saying helping it grow. So the COO runs it day to day. And in our roles, we grow the business. That's our role. That's our job. We take it to its destination where it needs to go to. But the the running of the business was a huge part of my week. I know it was a big part of yours as well, but it was a, the dominant part of my week. And it was almost like flicking a switch. Because she got up to speed so quickly, it almost caught, caught me off guard. In a way, I nearly wasn't ready for it. And I remember it was only a few weeks ago when the the handover had finally been completed. um, I I had my week in front of me and I looked and on Wednesday there was just huge gaps in my day and I was like wow like this is weird like have I booked a holiday? Like no There there was maybe one meeting booked in for that day and it was so surreal because normally I'm I'm trying to find a 15 minute slot for somebody and I'm wedging it in between two other meetings and I'm just praying that nothing overruns and suddenly I've got a whole day to myself to decide okay well how can I best use that day and what it's meant is that I've quickly had to start reflecting more and going okay what are the most important things I should be doing this week how can I make the biggest difference and it feels like a real luxury and I also feel a little bit of guilt as well because I'm you know I'm not pushed as much as I was but now hopefully in theory should be able to make more impact on the business rather than just being an average operator trying to run it hopefully can be brilliant at growing we'll see
0: yeah and I I really thought that you would have difficulty handing over because it is a it is a hard thing to, to do and you're inevitably whoever comes in however suitable they are however great they are they're not going to do everything the way you would do it um, that you're not going to agree with every decision that they make. And so I th- I thought you would struggle to hand over the reins and you'd sort of be there, not micromanaging, but maybe looking over the shoulder and sort of getting tempted to get drawn into things. I haven't seen that at all.
1: I think that's because we took so long to hire. And if in the back of my mind, there was some lingering doubt, possibly that would have played out. But because by the end of the hiring process, I had complete confidence in her, I've been willing and very happy to let her take control, make this make big decisions, you know, run it her way. And it might not always be my way, but my way obviously isn't the best way. Otherwise I'd be a great operator. So you you, you have to back people. If you bring people in who on paper are better than you, if you're telling them what to do, then something's seriously wrong. So I know that's the theory, but I'm glad I've been able to operate that way as well and been quite comfortable. I've, I've surprised myself, if I'm, if I'm honest, but I've really enjoyed it. I've, I've really enjoyed that I no longer have to make the day-by-day decisions, and now it's making decisions that are going to massively impact the business moving forward.
0: And that's not the only big hire we've made. Um, We've also brought in a CFO, Chief Financial Officer, which is, again, huge for the business. And we've kind of been on a bit of a, as every business has been on evolution in terms of how we run the financial side of the business. Like starting out like, bit of a mess like I think most businesses are and then kind of bringing people in like having a having like a, like a part-time bookkeeper then having like a small finance team things gradually improving then we brought in a financial controller uh, maybe again 18 months two years ago um, who's uh, like that kind of role I think that title you kind of consider to be like one rung below a, a CFO and she's made a huge difference to the business and now we can look at proper monthly and weekly reports and see what's going on and ask good questions and get good answers and that was revelatory but now bringing in a CFO is just another step up from that Some someone else who's operating at a really high level and the thing that I didn't really appreciate before we had someone in this role was that a really great CFO a really great person with an accountancy background isn't just really great at numbers they're really strong in business in general and he's brought so much to the business more actually away from the numbers in just in terms of the the network he's got, the project management skills, the, the insights from having sort of, and when, you, when you're an accountant, I guess you look inside lots of businesses and kind of get an idea of sort of where things are. And the ability to, to do that and have those insights has been so valuable already. Yeah, the finance team is massively growing at the
1: moment. It's really been backed, you know, it's more than just a, a CFO as well. The, the whole team has, has grown and it's one of the biggest teams in, in the business now. It's definitely in the two biggest teams. So well, as far as numbers are concerned, we, we should be on safe ground. And for what we're doing, we need all those people who are great with numbers. But like you said, Rob, it's more than just the numbers. The, the difference that having an executive team built out now, and we've also added a CTO recently, again, more hints of what could be happening, that the people that you, you have around us now – it just makes such a difference that you no longer are the one to answer every question in every department and you have to somehow be the expert in every area when you, clearly no human is. But when you are smaller and when you are growing it's kind of any business, really up to 50 people as co-founders, you are those people that you don't have any other option you have to play those roles but it's so nice now that we've actually got people who know what they're doing who are real experts who we turn to and and we want their opinions and that's uh, it's a real luxury it's it's not something you can do really below 50 people because you just the business can't afford to do it but we now have going through 50 people and beyond and the growth who knows we could be 100 people in the next two years it's certainly a possibility based on our plans. So. You need that strength and depth of team to be able to do all these big goals because I think founders of any business, if they have the the arrogance or the delusion that they can do everything best forever, then that business will never go on to the next stage.
0: Exactly. And I've noticed that, over the course of this year, my role has changed from being like someone who knows how things are done to the, the only person you could really know how to achieve a certain thing or have the idea for how to achieve a certain thing to now the role being to just keep everyone aligned and say, this is what we're doing. I don't know how we're going to do it. Let's talk about how we're going to do it, but this is what we're going to do. And that's, I think a role that becomes more important as the company grows as well because everyone is going to look at the world through their own lens and so and their own specialism so somebody in finance is going to see a certain thing as being really really important someone in it is going to see another thing as being really really important and as one of the founders you have to go okay well all of this is important but as a business this is what we're trying to do therefore let's focus on this over here and get everyone on the same page about it and that is a skill that i think you have to it takes a bit of developing but that becomes the predominant um, job of you as a founder that that and kind of like coming up with the vision in the first place and and coming up with new ideas so that's been a real a real transition over the last year and i'm sure that's going to only continue as as we grow
1: Definitely. I think the role that you do is so rare in a a business. It's being able to operate with someone who is more visionary, which I guess I would qualify for that, but then being equally as comfortable with really high-level implementers and somehow being able to talk both languages to both sets, be patient with both sets, understand when the visionary person isn't really appreciating the amount of detail that's needed just to deliver this new idea but also when the implementers just can't see that next level up and you can i think it's a it's a it's a real gift the business uh, linguist, the, the translator of the executive team. I'm sure that there's a real title for it, but that's what it is. And I, I think it's such a rare skill, but it's becoming more and more important as the business grows.
0: As the business grows, well, we've been we've been hinting um, a lot about the ways in which the business is growing because we are we are doing more of the same and getting more ambitious with what we already do but then we're also doing something completely new that we will be revealing in season two and it'll also be to but let's do it now we i sort of mentioned earlier that there'll be a way for people to to find out first what we're talking about so the show is going to be back in in august but if you want to if you don't want to wait for us to reveal it on any other business you want to be one of the first people to find out about what's coming up next and just to tell you it's not just one thing there's a few different things that we've got coming up before the end of 2021 that are super exciting you're going to want to know about we've got a way for you to be the first to find out and all you've got all that involves is sending a text so all you have got to do is send the word first to 8802 so get your phone out do it first to 8802 send us a text you'll probably get a text pack for a little surprise. Um, and then that will put you on the list to be the one of the first to find out what we've got coming up. Uh, because we're about to talk about one of those things now. But like I say, Rob, there are several.
1: There are several. There's there's so much coming up. So make sure you get your phone out now and text first to triple eight o two. So one, let's just assume you've done that. Let's talk about something we have done over the last six months, which is very much linked to what we are doing next and you know how to hear out that first is that we've launched a huge hugely complex financial vehicle um and that has taken from start to finish maybe 18 months again it seems to be a lot's happened in the last 18 months but again it was roughly that time frame really ramped up over the last 12 and that's finally been completed now it's done and that was a huge part of your working week as well so talking about how the COO has had a huge impact on me that project in a way finishing had huge impact on you because suddenly it was late nights like there was some crazy hours emails flying around from solicitors because there was a firm deadline that had to be hit there were multiple millions of pounds at stake the fees running into huge numbers as well from all the advisors and any delays just ramped up the costs it was such an intense period of time and then it happened and that was amazing but then suddenly what's it like the next day like how did i'm interested how did you feel it was this steam train of intensity and
0: then suddenly, quiet. It was so crazy. It's just such a weird feeling to finally have it done. Because there was also, like, like, as if it wasn't stressful enough, like a few days before it was meant to be done, an absolutely massive curveball came up that meant that, it, that for a couple of days, it looked like the entire thing wasn't going to happen after spending all these hundreds of thousands of pounds on it and everything being at stake and everything else. So by the time that had all happened, and then it had did happen and it was done, it was just crazy, and like, I was really ill for about a day, just just because almost like all the stress just had to leave my body somehow, and and then went back to completely normal. After that, it was just really bizarre, and I think it's only at that point where I kind of realised how stressful it had been. But it was like it was the most difficult thing I've ever done in business, but also really, really rewarding because. It was doing something, we're doing something new that had never quite been done before in the way that we're doing it. So it was like really interesting to just kind of go over the course of those 18 months to go into this world that we knew nothing about at all you remember some of those early meetings where it was just like, I have no idea what any of these people are talking about. And then to, to get, get to the end where it's like, oh, actually, I've kind of understand it now. We're doing this thing. We've got loads of really talented people on our team, not just internally, but external parties as well. And bringing it all together and actually achieving this thing it was fantastic.
1: It was it was absolutely fantastic. And yeah, those early meetings, I remember just scribbling down like phrases and acronyms and thinking, right, I'm going to have to go away and Google what this means and that was that was the first however many meetings was just this huge learning curve to try and pick it all up as quickly as possible so, so you can understand what's happening in room but then hopefully contribute to it as well because if you don't understand the language being talked, then wrong decisions could be being made because they don't quite get the vision so we had to get up to speed really really quickly and <laughs> the thing is that project's finished and it was a small pause it's a small pause but straight away now we're onto the next part of it which arguably is even bigger is bigger and there's and there's not just one big project happening that's why we've released the number for people to text is there's several and they're all landing over the second half of this year so just the just the, the craziest intense Yeah and that's why we've started this podcast because we want to share these experiences and hopefully now people are starting to hear what's happening and we'll absolutely talk about that financial product that we've launched in more detail in season two and tell you exactly what it is with all the detail and reveal all the stories because there's so many. What was that curveball? Well we'll reveal that in series two I'm pleased to say. But let's give another exclusive now. So we've talked that we've launched a huge financial product but we've Also created a brand new brand and logo. Not for the fun of it, because what we're doing next won't be called Property Hub. So an exclusive on AOB that nobody's heard about this on the Property Podcast or any newsletter yet. We're gonna have a brand new brand and logo. And we spent probably a ridiculous amount of time on that and also a ridiculous amount of money on securing domains Uh, but again there's, there's some good stories in that but I think it's worth it with a brand Rob because we spent the time on it assuming that it's going to be something that will be absolutely huge a household name as far as property is concerned and you you have to back yourselves because if you don't if you just go, oh, it won't matter, and oh, it might happen, whatever, and you do a half decent job, you'll end up rebranding a, a little while later. You know, Property Hub isn't the first name we got to. You know, we went through some awful names before, and that was mostly my fault because it was just like, let's start, let's get a name up. And actually, for someone starting, that's probably the right thing to do. But when you are well-backed, well-funded, like we are self-funded, but well-funded in, because we're fortunate to have these really strong businesses behind us. And we have the belief in this next project; it's worth spending the time on. But I think it's worth a, a comment on when you should spend a bit of time on a brand and, and when you you shouldn't.
0: Yeah, I don't know if there's a black and white about it. I think in general, like the progression that we've been through is what most businesses do, and I think that's about right. Like you don't want to, but if you've got an idea and you don't know if it's going to work, and it's just you or you and a co-founder or something, you need to go out and make sales. That's what you need to do, and you they the, the having the perfect name the perfect logo for most types of product it just doesn't matter so you, you often see people kind of using branding websites things like that as procrastination tools to avoid having to get out there and make having difficult sales conversations and things like that but then you do kind of hit a point where it becomes more important and like with what we're doing like when we launch this we've got one shot at launching it so you can't just there's going to be a lot of people seeing it all at the same time so it's not like you can kind of test the water go oh people are kind of liking this they're kind of not liking that let's sort it out you have to get it right absolutely from the start and i think there are probably some other brands i can't think of any examples right now but there probably are some where you do need to get it right from the beginning because the they're. The brand identity is such a core part of what the offering is. And so even from your very first interactions with customers, you need to have that absolutely nailed down. But for the most part, I think it's something that we've probably spent too much time on the whole way through because we enjoy it. (laughs) But now we're at the point where we're justified in spending some time on it.
1: Yeah, and it was fun. We find those things fun. I think that's important too. Now, it may sound like this first six months all been rainbows and u- unicorns as far as business is concerned, and it's just been all fun. Well, we've talked about some last-minute challenges and intense projects, but this has all been done on the backdrop, like everybody in the world, dealing with COVID in the background as well and running a business through COVID. Now, COVID's been devastating on many levels, and running a business through COVID, compared to what some people have had to deal with, it is you know, a piece of cake but it wasn't a piece of cake. It was It was actually quite tough. And we've really felt it, like everybody being remote while we've done these things and trying to launch the next set of things has been intensely difficult. And at times I feel we've really suffered by not being together and not being in the office, operationally, but also on culturally as well.
0: Yeah, those two different levels, we've felt both of those in different ways. So operationally because we're trying to do something new there's been so many times where you kind of like figuring out something for the first time and you just go it'd be so much easier if we could just all get in a room and just get a whiteboard and figure it out and also when you just kind of need to get a quick answer to something if you could talk to the person who's across the office from you and just go and like stand next to, next to their desk it'd be so much easier than having to call them and then they miss the call and they call you back and then you miss that call and it takes you all day to kind of do something that should have been really really simple so that's A frustration of remote work which of course needs to be balanced in the future against the benefits of remote work because there are some of those as well but the the other the kind of the the cultural level is the one where i think we felt it the most because trying to bring a group of people together behind a common goal and make everyone have a certain feeling about the place they work and really really enjoy not just the, the job that they do, but the place that they're doing it and the people that they're doing it with, that's much harder to do remotely, especially when when you're growing like we have been which means that we've got a significant portion of the team who've never worked in an office full-time like we're kind of back to the point now where most people are coming in sometimes but that's there were lots of people on the team we haven't met each other we used to get get everyone together every quarter and that was so valuable to get everyone interacting with people they wouldn't otherwise meet and things like that we've not been able to do any of that and for the first six months maybe that was okay but the longer it's gone on for and 2021 in particular because by that point you're kind of crossing the year mark it's become really tough
1: yeah it's been really tough before covid the it's hard to describe because it's 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 not tangible the feelings aren't they but the feeling of the team the unity everyone being aligned, the values of the business being shared was so strong, so strong. And it was one of the things I was most proud of in, in our business. And then when we went into COVID, I think it really remained strong as well because it was the war cry. We don't know what's going to happen here. This is serious. We want to survive as a business because back then we didn't know. You know, the world was a very scary place. So we all banded together and we had that common goal and drive that we all got behind and You know, that was amazing, the way everyone reacted. But then we've kind of, as a business, and a lot of parts of the world as well, I've kind of got used to operating with COVID. Not back to normal, but this sort of hybrid new normal where, okay, well, we'll just work from home now. The business isn't, you know, on dodgy ground. We know that we can grow in this environment. We know we've adapted. But then trying to bring that unity that togetherness virtually is has been so hard and i'm one of the things i'm looking forward to most about all this lockdown ending besides being able to go on holiday again and all those types of things it is the really working hard to to integrate those new people get the people who've been here a while to integrate with the new people bring everything together get everybody that feeling again that the, this business can give and it feels so brilliant when it's there don't, don't get me wrong it's not all over the place it's not like toxic or anything like that it's just that it was so good and so strong that i'm really keen to get us back there as quickly as possible
0: yeah doing all the things that we've done this year would have been eventful in any environment, but especially when trying to do it all remotely. But the future is so exciting because not only are we going to be bringing all these things to fruition that we've been working on for years and finally be able to talk about them because we've had to be cagey about it we don't enjoy it (laughs) we don't enjoy keeping secrets but we we have to because you kind of have to wait until everything's done before you can properly talk about it that's taken a long time um so we'll be able to talk about that bring all these things to fruition and actually be able to get together as a team again that is really exciting so yeah i think i think um i think the future is bright rob there's lots to look forward to and we are going to be bringing you on that journey of course in season two of any other business so this is the end of season one today but we're going to be back in august so we're not going to be away for long and when we come back the show will continue but the show's going to get even better as well because not only are we going to finally announce what we've been teasing all this time we're also going to reveal our new brand So you'll see what that's all about. You can see if it's worth all the time that we spent messing around with it. Um, But we're also going to be um, bringing some other people onto the show. So we're going to be featuring interviews with some of our favorite business leaders, and people who we really, really respect in business. And we're going to be not just kind of giving them the softball, so tell us why your business is great treatment. We're going to be digging and doing what we do and making them share our pain of sharing some of the, the stories about what they've gone wrong and what's difficult in business. So I'm really looking forward to that. And we're also going to be giving you a chance to get your business questions answered because for some reason goodness knows why after some of the things we've admitted on this show people are still interested in our opinion about things um we've had lots of questions come in informally already so we'll be formalizing that and uh, making that a part of the show so yeah Rob it's going to feel like a long wait till August because I'm really looking forward to it
1: that's right so much to look forward to and August isn't that far away but between now and then we're going to be updating people letting them know first what is happening so if you want all the exclusives a series of big announcements be the first people to see our brand new brand and much much more then get your phone out text triple eight o two, and the word first and then you will be first to find out it won't be people on AOB it won't be people on the property podcast it won't be people on our newsletter it'll be you you're going to be the first to find out and there might be some extra communication in there as well that you'll enjoy again if you want to be finding out what that is, then text the number. It's really easy to do and we'll keep you in the loop.
0: Yes, of course we will. So go do that now and make sure you're subscribed to any other business. So as soon as the first episode of season two drops into your feed, you'll know about it and you'll be able to carry on following along. We've absolutely loved uh, putting this together and doing the show. Can't wait to do more of it and can't wait to see you back here in August. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.